Chris, can you give me the Green Lantern Oath? In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. <laughs> Feel my power, Green Lantern's light? Ah, uh, Chris, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to give you a C. Damn it. <laughs> Get ready to overanalyze some popular culture with Chris Guyton and James Kelly. This is Licensing Legend. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Licensing Legends. With myself, Chris Guyton. I'm James Kelly. And? This episode is going to be great. Episode no. 8 will be great. <laughs> he didn't rhyme that time. Uh, we're going to leave that one in. I'm going to leave that in because it's okay, funny. Yeah, that's fine. To me. Uh, and, you know, we're going to... We're going to talk about uh, the Green Lantern on this episode. The Green Lantern or the Green Lantern Corps or what are we talking or about? Or the Green Lanterns. Yeah. You know, the team of, of, of amateur lanterns that's happening right now. Or the one and the only John Stewart. <laughs> who is uh, probably the uh, best Green Lantern. It was or, a Green Lantern I grew up on. Yeah, fight me if you think he's uh, anything, anybody's better than than John Stewart. But before we get into talking about the Green Lantern, James, what do you got for me today? Uh, well, you know, the crazy thing was we just had Thanksgiving come by mm -hmm. us and um, great thing, shameless plug, they had a brilliant sale on Comixology. Get on Comixology. They always sell, have these great sales on comics. And I, I got a really great steal of some some cool comics. Cool. What'd you get? Um, I got Grant Morrison's Nameless, which is uh, just uh, Chris, Grant Morrison going into the creator-owned world and doing some crazy stuff, which is going to be cool. cool. Yeah. Nice. I, I, you know, I don't have anything interesting to report. What have I been up to, man? I just been playing video games. Really? Yeah, man. I uh, I played Super Mario Odyssey. I, I got pretty far in that. I unlocked all the... Uh, post-game stuff, and, you know, I'm really digging the Nintendo Switch. It's pretty fucking rad. That's sweet, dude. That's uh, cool. I love the fact that I can just take it with me wherever. Um, just, you know, it's kind of a dream come true. It's a fantastic piece of technology, too. Everybody who is listening to this podcast, you might have some interest in video games. Go look at a Switch. Just look at it and, like, fuck around with it and do all the things you can do with it because it's just, like, fantastic Fantastic piece of equipment. I got to really hand it to Nintendo for that. I mean, like, I was kind of a skeptic. I mean, I guess maybe I should think that now Nintendo is, like, always going to bat, like, 500, where they're going to have a smash it, and then they're going to miss. Because I heard no one talk about the The Wii was such a smash. The GameCube wasn't. Then they came out with the Wii. Then they come out with the Wii U. I heard no one ever talk about the Wii U. No one. Talking about Wii U. <laughs> then suddenly Nintendo Switch comes out. Everyone's talking about that. Everyone's has it around. It's amazing. It just well, the, I mean, the props, Wii U, the props, Wii U props. was like the Wii U was just like not. Um, it was it was like a half baked idea. I mean, I think that the, with the Switch they kind of like achieved what they wanted to do with the Wii U, um, but it just wasn't possible. Anyways, we're not really here to talk about Nintendo. We're not here to talk about Comicsology. We're here to talk about Injustice Two, slightly. Really, what we're here to talk about is the characters in the fucking game. Yeah. So, on this episode, we want to talk about Green Lantern. Now, in Injustice 2, the Green Lantern, uh, you know, he overcame his worst fears from the previous Injustice game, where he was a member of the Sinestro Corps. Time to kick my ass. And now, he's another, he's a Green Lantern again. And then he comes back and tries to help, you know, Batman, you know, save the world from Brainiac. And he's one of the good guys. And it's freaking Hal Jordan, you know. 
I was gonna ask which, which Green Lantern. Yes. Well, that's one of the fun things about Green Lantern, the character. Right. Is is that, and we'll get into it, or I can start getting. Start. Into let's it start now. getting into it. Let's get. It's okay. So, first, like a fun bit of fun trivia. Uh, who is the first Green Lantern? Alan. What the fuck is his last name? All right, you got right. Am I close? His first name's Alan. Alan. Sure. You, you got it. Yeah. Alan Scott. Alan Scott. That's it. Fuck yeah. Golden Age Green Lantern. Yeah, that like really fucking weird costume where he's got like the red, like, he's got yeah. like red, red and red, like, red chest. Yeah, and that green. costume sucks. Damn! Ow. Ouch. You know what? You like that costume? Well, I'm not going to super defend it, but like, you know, it's Golden Age. It's classic well, kind of stuff. Okay, so that's one of the things that I really like about Green Lantern anyway is, um, and and the Flash too. Also, it's like they have these characters, and then it's like the Golden Age version of these characters are different people, and it's like that's cool. Like there's yeah. like a torch, you know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. So fun fact about about Alan Scott Green Lantern. He was co-created by a name that we've already heard on this podcast, Bill Finger. Really? Yes. No way. Bill Finger co-created Green Lantern in addition to. Batman, the Joker, all those other Batman characters. Wait, so, so Gre- wait, so Bill Finger didn't get credit for that either. I think he. It, it's not really like vociferously mentioned because of the fact that it's the Golden Age Green Lantern. It's Alan Scott Green Lantern, and as we're we're gonna touch on, like the thing is, like with Golden Age Green Lantern. So Golden Age Green Lantern. Is 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 one of the biggest like seismic differences compared to the the Silver Age and more or less modern Green Lantern that has stuck and has become ubiquitous and so popular? Is Golden Age Green Lantern like had a had a magical powers? He was um, his weakness was he couldn't use his ring on wood. What? That's weird. Yes, he couldn't use his. Ring Seems on really wood. random for like alien technology. Wait, it wasn't alien technology, that's though. That's also that's also that that guy was my next question. I guess was it, and I guess it wasn't. It wasn't. It was pure wow. magic. It was just it was magic. Just, it was just a magic lantern he found, I think, and he just he finds it and he uses it. it get, it's his superpowers, and he kind of he was he was more like during those golden age days where he just had magic powers and just that was it. And then part of like, so when the superheroes became unpopular, thanks to the wonderful lying doctor, Dr. Frederick Wortham. And wait, the guy who thought that like super, super human, super, bleh, superhero comic books turned kids like gay and stuff. Yeah. It was that guy. That guy. Fuck that guy. Yes. <coughs> oh, I could rant so long, but I won't. No, that's a separate episode, James. Yes, that is. So anyways, um, basically superheroes had become like, weren't the most popular comic genre for quite a while. Right. It was horror. It was romance. And then, and Westerns for a while. And then superheroes began to creep back in in the 50s. And one of the big editors who came on board to fix this, to, to make superheroes popular again, was Julie Schwartz. Julius Schwartz. And Julius Schwartz is the one who came up with the revamp for The Flash. Julius Schwartz... Um, uh, revamp for the flash and basically for the flash it's just like he he just has a bit of a different costume and a bit of a different origin you for like the jay, jay garrick jay it goes from jay garrick to, to barry allen to barry, yeah and like the costumes are different and like the a different origin right but like pretty much the, it's the same character right for green lantern though julius schwartz basically took the very core idea which is this character has can create things with this green ring and this green light magic Mm -hmm. and took that idea and then just really went a whole different area and created this fascinating, total sci-fi, amazing mythology of the Green Lantern core and the whole idea that now the Green Lantern was just one of many 
in this whole gigantic alien space force that protected the universe. And Hal Jordan was just one of many Green Lanterns, and he was the Green Lantern of Earth, of Sector 2174. Yeah, and I think that that's a better... I think that's way better than magic. It is. It, I, and, and so from that, Julie, Julie Schwartz revitalized and made Green Lantern this amazing character, and now there have been so many other Green Lanterns, though, um, Green Lantern was very. There's the, there's the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. There's the John Stewart. John Green Stewart Lantern. from the there's 70s. There's the Simon Baz Green Lantern and uh, Jessica. What the fuck is her last name? The new Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. That they're in the they're in the uh, the the Rebirth Green Lanterns book. Damn it, I'm gonna have to look this up. Now. And there's human Green Lanterns, but there's also so many aliens. There's Tomar Ray, Kilowog. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp. All these great um, chip, the the squirrel, the squirrel, Green Lantern, Mogo, the planet, Green Lantern, all of these great fun Green Lanterns. And that's why it's such a shame the movie didn't pan out because it could have been this amazing, great series. Wait, I'm looking it up right now. And the name of the female Green Lantern that is happening right now is Jessica Cruz. Cool. Yes. So that and they so Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz are like two two sides of the same coin right now on the Justice League and they are the Green Lanterns, but they're both like kind of weak and so they're stronger like together. It's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Oh, anyway. Hey, hey, can 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 I tell you this amazing story I heard about John Stewart? You can. So John Stewart Green tell me Lantern. about John Stewart. He's the man. He is the man. Totally, totally the man. <laughs> well, like, uh, yeah, like when they made Justice League, they, they, they were debating and they wanted uh, Green Lantern and they decided to go for Jon Stewart over Hal Jordan because they wanted um, diversity. And they also just, and they made the character so popular that mm-hmm. when the, the Green Lantern movie in 2011, that train wreck came out. Oh my God. Um, and they announced that it was going to be Hal Jordan a lot of fans like were outraged and they thought it was whitewashing because it was like what? Yeah, yeah, Green because, Lantern's yeah. black. Yeah. Green Lantern's black. <laughs> well, I mean that was like that's because the I mean the core demographic for those movies like right like at least now like mostly grew up in the '90s and like that yeah. was when uh, John Stewart was like pri- like all over the Green Lantern comic books. I mean like the Green Lantern like mosaic comic books that I used to read. Mm-hmm. That that like those are the only that's the only Green Lantern I knew. I didn't know any other Green Lantern until I saw. Um, I think it's the Superman animated series with Kyle Rayner as Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, that's the only, that, that was the second Green Lantern I learned about. Yeah. Um, and then I learned about Hal Jordan way later, which is probably why I don't like him so much. Hal Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. I like him better as Parallax. Ooh. But oh, also, so check this out. That is dangerous territory. So right check there. this out. Speaking of, so, I mean, they tried. They almost did that, like kind of like in the first Injustice game, because they had him like join the Sinestro Corps, like the, ver- oh, like, the okay. um, the so the version of Earth that we're on in Injustice Two is the version of Earth where Superman's a dickhead. So on that Earth, there was a Green Lantern, and he decided that he was going to be a dickhead and give in to fear, right, mm-hmm. and became a Yellow Lantern and joined the Sinestro Corps. So that was kind of interesting to me. I liked that. Um, but I still don't like like Hal Jordan overall as a character because I just feel like uh, he just he's just so vanilla. I completely understand. You know that that's kind of like a weakness of writers. Mm-hmm. Um, the best Hal Jordan I've ever read, kind of, or not kind of, pretty much, is uh. If it, you could call it the best anything, when it's Hal Jordan. Damn! Ooh. No, I disagree. I disagree. Is, I know you is, can. Uh, <laughs> is uh, DC the New Frontier great, great graphic novel by the late great uh, Darwin Cook, okay. and uh, that version of Hal Jordan as like it's very inspired by um, the right stuff, of just like this test pilot, this great man who just wants to explore the stars and like is cocky and just really great gravitas. Just charisma, just this, like, I want to see the stars. I want to go. I want to explore. Explore, fun. I can do anything kind of. Green Lantern is like, that's Hal Jordan. And that's a really 
fantastic Hal Jordan, I think. Fair enough. But, like, and that's kind of, like, what the movie... That's what they tried to do, right? No, that's what they failed so much at. To be fair, I fell asleep halfway through that movie. I don't know. And I only him. tried to watch it once. Ryan like, Reynolds makes fun of it all the time, so we are very much allowed. He is given <laughs> complete approval. Well, I mean, like, it. there's even, like, there's even that scene in Daredevil where, like, um, he he says uh, they're, like, going to make him a superhero or whatever. He's like, all right, well, do I, when I get a super suit, just don't make it green. Yeah. Don't make it CGI. Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool, CGI, Deadpool, not, not Daredevil. But, De uh, did I say Daredevil? Yeah. Wow, for some reason I had the Daredevil movie on mind. I guess we were just talking about terrible movies. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, uh, okay, well, let, let's talk about that then for just a tiny okay. bit. And that, like, okay. Like, what the movie missed, and like I've said to this to you before, um, this is when we were just becoming friends, was uh, that, like, what the movie so missed its mark of, it should have been kind of like what Iron Man's arc was, mm -hmm. is, that, is that Hal Jordan should be cocky and his arc should be learning... Humility. Right. It shouldn't be Hal Jordan, a test pilot, is unsure of himself and doesn't have the willpower until the very end of the movie he has willpower. That's like, no. Yeah. No. That's not that's not Green Lantern. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably so that they could keep the budget low though. Well you know, that I don't sounds know. like a, a choice that you would put in the script to like make sure that there's like as little Green Lantern stuff as possible. Well, they, they also just didn't know how to convey it well, and it right. looked goofy. Well, that, But that's actually something that like the the people, when they did the Justice League, kind of felt, is that like some of the people that are critical of the way Green Lantern's pre presented in those mo in, in the TV show is that Green Lantern like puts people's in ba balls and like like he and just like li fires laser beams. He doesn't mm -hmm. really do like can he, any he like crazy yeah. or or super creative. Yeah. And like they said, like well, that kind of looks goofy if they do that. And like they did do it occasionally, and it was cool when they did it occasionally. But like I, I do kind of agree because like the the Green Lantern movie kind of shows like he saves someone at one point. Like he saves Blake Lively in like a race car. Like it lo looks like a Hot Wheels race car, and it's like. Lead the way. Yeah, and just like it, it looked weird. I was just like, this looks goofy. Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of be careful when you do stuff like that. Some of that stuff works in comic books, it works in video games. I mean, like, we're kind of going to go backwards in our formula right now, but we'll talk about uh, his, uh, um, uh, what the fuck, not the character power, his moves. special move, or super move, where um, we don't usually talk about these with the, with the characters, but since you're bringing up uh, creativity and like, him doing a bunch of crazy stuff. His super move in the game, like he like turns it, he like summons like a giant like mecha, like a like a Green Lantern mech, and then like blasts you uh, with like you know Green Lantern missiles. That's cool. Yeah, and that's totally fun for Green Lantern. Yeah, you can do that when that's cool. Um, and it is how Jordan Green Lantern. But I do want to say with the caveat whether there is a premiere skin. For John Stewart Green Lantern, and there also was the costume for John Stewart Green Lantern in the first game too. They nice. always include John Stewart Green Lantern because they know good. that he's a fan favorite. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. Right. Um, I met uh, Phil Lamar, the voice of John Stewart, live. For, you know what's funny is it was he was very cool. You know what's funny is wait, I don't know if he actually does the voice of him in Injustice Two. But he does do the voice of Aquaman. Really? Yeah, hold on. Oh. I actually need to look this up. I'm going to look this up. Where did you meet him? Talk about that while I look Okay. Uh, I met him at New York Comic Con. Uh, first year I went there, New York Comic Con 2015. Uh, him and mo most of the Justice League sans uh, The Flash were there. It was pretty freaking sweet. It was like I got, I got their autographs. It was nice. That's was really awesome. Nice to meet them. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Um, okay, really cool. so let's let's look at this Justice Two cast. He does, do, yeah, he does do John Stewart. He does do John Stewart. All right, sweet. But it, it's weird because his voice for um, for I was like, because I, I, I would have been like, yo, that would be weird if they didn't let him do that. Um, but his voice for John Stewart is so different than his voice for Aquaman. Yeah, because he's a good voice like, actor. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's really. Also, a funny, funny thing, too, when I found out that Phil Lamar did the voice for Aquaman, it was really hard for me to look at Aquaman and not see, like, a black guy. Is that weird? <laughs> no, it's not. Because, you know, they kind of model faces after, like, yeah. the characters, yeah. right? Yeah. And I found that out, and I was like, Aquaman's black? That's cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, but no. Touching a little bit on what you said earlier about this storyline. So that's kind of like it's touching on like what basically happened to Hal Jordan in the 90s. Right, exactly. If you, if you watch our Bane episode, I have plenty to talk about comics in the 90s, but let, let's talk a little bit about yeah, it yeah. again. Like, so one of the things that they happened was how was Green Lantern comics were, were, were starting to slum it along with Superman and Batman. And so one of the things they decided to do was they decided... What if we do this really kind of poetic issue where, where one, Hal Jordan will kill Sinestro, but two, like uh, during the whole Batman, no, not Batman, Superman and Doomsday fight, they destroy Central City. Right. And so Hal Jordan's city that he protects gets destroyed. And then they would build up on that. So this whole poetic issue where, where, where Hal Jordan does nothing but cry as he's looking through the devastations of a city that he failed to protect. And then they would get because to... Because he sucks. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. And then <laughs> that then uh, Hal Jordan would... Loses his mind. And like he, he, he kills Sinestro. And then he starts taking on more and more power. And he starts calling himself Parallax. And then he wants to rechange reality. And... Causes the event Zero Hour, which no one talks about anymore. No one talks about anymore. And then, like, uh, Hal Jordan get, ends up dying at the end of it as he rewrites reality, mm-hmm. and which leads the way to Green Lantern is missing. So then they replace him with the new hip Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner. Yeah, he was hip. And he drew cartoons. He was hip and cool. He was 90s. Yeah. And he had darkness too, man. You know why? His girlfriend was chopped up and found in a refrigerator. Whoa, wait, I did not know that. That is crazy. It's just like it's like it's 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 from it's from the infamous term women in refrigerators comes from. So so that happened. Um but, also, oh, wait, hold on. Before you continue, I do want to say that they also kind of, um, with the, the whole metal thing that's happening right now, mm-hmm. um, with the Dawnbreaker issue, which is Batman cross Green Lantern, which is fucking amazing, and everyone should read it because it's like probably the, the coolest alternate Batman story I've ever read outside of like Man Who Laughs. But anyway, Batman Who Laughs. Um, but anyway, there's a, at the very end of it, at the, at the one, then the one shot. There's uh, the John Breaker goes to like Earth Prime or whatever, and he's like uh, about to fight the Green Lantern, and and Doctor Fate obviously intervene, intervenes because he's like, yo, if you fight this motherfucker, you will you will die. There's some bigger shit happening. Sorry, you have to watch Central City. They get destroyed or uh, Coast City. Am I right? Am I what, am I wrong? Coast City. Coast. Is that right? Maybe I messed up. Central City. Central oh, City's Central- totally the Flash. Oh, yeah, I messed up. I messed up. It's Coast City. Coast City. Yes. Ah, I beat you on a comic book thing. Yes. Uh, you guys hear how happy I got that this there is? James knows everything about comic books. This is the first time I've known something. Anyway. Uh, he, so he has to watch Coast City get destroyed again. But, like, Dr. Fate, like, pulls him away to, like, go join the other heroes because there's, like you know, the whole Dark World Reverse shit happening. So it's kind of like a repeat of what you just were talking about, like, of the events that led up to him becoming Parallax. Mm-hmm. And then, Green Lantern sales are, are slagging. They're not doing well. And in the aughts comes... It's the 90s again. Yeah, well, post-90s. Post-90s. In the aughts comes this, this young writer named Jeff Johns, who's doing, who did a very good Titans run, and he did a good Flash run. Maybe I got that order mixed up. But. Uh, Flash was after Titans, yeah. Yeah, okay, I got it right. So then he graduates and like, okay, what do you want to do next? It was like, I want Green Lantern. I was like, Green Lantern? Well, okay. Like, what are you gonna do? I want to bring back Hal Jordan. I'm like, what? They're like, why? Then, uh, yeah, why also? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? And then I was like, let me fix him. I was like, all right, fine. See what you can do. And he writes Green Lantern Rebirth. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, it's like, no, 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 no. Hal Jordan was not 
like he didn't like fall from grace. He became possessed by this yellow impurity in the Green Lantern ring called Parallax. And the Parallax impurity can affect every Green Lantern if they're weak, if they're weakened at this moment. Hal Jordan comes back, saves the world, and that starts off this amazing Green Lantern run by Jeff Johns where he ends up creating something so brilliant and something that was in the face of everyone who wrote Green Lantern but no one had ever thought of, which is other emotional spectrums having powered rings. So suddenly you have the orange lantern, which is greed, and so it's just one lantern. And then you have the blue lanterns, where they like heal people if they're like in the coupling of the green lanterns. And they're they're hope they're, they're hope, hope I think right yeah. The red lantern is rage, and suddenly yellow lanterns are uh, fear, mm-hmm. and then Sinestro leads them. And then the pink lanterns, right? You got the pink. Yeah, pink, that... and that's like great retcon. Yeah. Whereas like the the Green Lantern villain Star Sapphire. Is suddenly like no 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 she was meant to be part of the love lanterns but yeah. like but there was a little impurity. So the funny thing about so kind of going back a little bit did we did you say red lanterns already say rage? Yes. Okay, good because they're important. So somebody when uh, when Injustice Two first dropped, people were starting to speculate like what was going to happen with as far as the DLC characters were concerned, right? And. Uh, People were kind of speculating, oh, like, oh, like, who could be in the game, you know? I was on a forum, and I, I was reading through um, people's suggestions, and there was one person who proved that they literally know zero things about comic books at all mm-hmm. um, by suggesting that um, they would get, what's the fucking guy's name? Um, ah, I'm blanking on his name now. Saint... Uh, no. Saint Walker. Saint Walker is a blue lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, and this person was like, I want Saint Walker in the game. Also, Hal also references Saint Walker in one of his um in one of his uh win quotes. So like in the transition between like uh where uh, where you deplete one uh life bar, right? One life bar, he'll have, each character says says some little taunt or something to the other character. Like Wonder Woman will say things like, uh, you're weak, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. So one of Green Lanterns is, uh, even Saint Walker can't help you, right? <laughs> so this person goes, uh, this person goes, oh, it'd be great if Saint Walker was in the game. It's like, okay, you realize the Blue Lanterns never fight anyone ever, and they also are completely weak unless they're next to or in the company of a Green Lantern. So that doesn't make any sense at all. And I hope you're listening to this. Well, dude, <laughs> dude they made Green, they made Poison Ivy fight. Yeah, that's true. It's but a that, that's game. a little less of a stretch than a character who has literally no physical ability at all. Fair enough. Anyways, let's talk about some combo attacks. We didn't get to do it yet. We're almost a half an hour through the episode. So we're going to talk about it. All right. First one, brightest day. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, reference that's to, the, the nose. to Yeah, it's a reference to the Green Lantern Oath. Right, which uh, I'm sure you all know if you're listening to this. Next one, Grand Slam. Grand Slam? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a point. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me go ahead. Go, go back to. Let, let, I forgot to tell the the amazing story of the origin of John Stewart. Let's hear it. So, <laughs> this is hilarious. So, when uh, Neil Adams and uh, and Denny O'Neill are doing their amazing Green Lantern Green Arrow run, um, oh, our traveling yes. heroes, like that's when uh, that's when John Stewart debuts. And so they say, oh, let, let's, like, we already introduced Guy Gardner, but we want a third Green Lantern human. And, like, I don't want another white guy. I want, I want a black uh, Green Lantern, a former Marine. And that's going to be Jon Stewart. Or at least, like, that's who, what the character's going to be. So then, like, the story is pretty good. And then, like, the script comes in, and then, 
and then Neil Adams looks at it and says, like, the name of the character will be, for the Black Green Lantern, is going to be Lincoln Washington. <laughs> I've actually heard this before. Yeah. And then, like, suddenly he's like, what? Like, okay, DC, you already have had an, a character that's named Pie Face that's Asian. Oh, you, oh like, my no. God. No, no. It was like, he walks to Denny and he was like, Lincoln, Washington, Denny. He was like, not me, not me. Editors, editors. I was like, okay. Got walks to his editors. Lincoln, Washington's like, what? I know people that are named that. It's like, no, no. Like, what? You got a better name? Yeah, sure. John Stewart. How would Neil Adams know he would have become a late night host? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's super funny that like later on. Uh, well, you know... <sighs> Lincoln Washington. Oh my gosh, that's like Lincoln Washington. It's amazing that like that, like that's really the first thing that comes to people's heads. Like that's the first thing that you, you got. Like really, it was the seventies. It was high point of black exploitation. Yeah. Movies. Oh my so, goodness, yeah. it's so ridiculous. Um, and, and you actually you, you mentioned um, uh, guy guy Gardner. Yeah. And uh, you know what's funny about him is so when I was a kid, I. All the Guy Gardner comics are the co- comics that I had with Guy Gardner in them. Mm-hmm. He had a re- he had a yellow ring. Yeah. And then later on, I found out that he was also a Green Lantern at some point. Yeah. What's the deal there? I kind of don't know. It's like it's like they, they they suddenly decide like I think it's part of a. It might be part of that whole parallax part. Oh, okay. Where, where like he absorbs, uh, the Green Lantern energy. Yeah, yeah, from. Yeah. From Guy Gardner and Guy Gardner is still popular, but Guy Gardner also is kind of in that kind of nineties, like he's edgy, he's angry, yeah, yeah, kind of definitely, and he's got like a weird bowl cut. That that was like that's the one part that was like I don't think that holds up. He's got a uh, he's got a leather jacket. Oh yeah, yes he does. A leather a leather, <laughs> leather jacket. jacket. The, the Guy Gardner I know has a leather jacket, a yellow ring, a bowl cut, orange. Like what? Red hair, bowl cut. Yeah. White shirt. He's like he's like basically like what? Like I don't know. Like a weird cross between like James Dean, Archie, and Sinestro. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. It was. All right. Next combo move. Guardian. Guardian. Yeah. Reference well, to the Guardians of the Universe. Yep. Um. You know you know what I think would be great. What? Guardians of the Universe. Versus Guardians of the Galaxy. That's not happening. Ha! Why not? What about another amalgam? That is never happening now that both both are owned by giant conglomerates that will never get along. I actually disagree. I think it's more likely that. Well, I doubt it. Well, we'll see about that. That's true. What is it, DC? When they were doing the amalgam stuff... Wasn't wait DC was owned by Warner Brothers at that yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. They, totally the, they, they were owned by Time Warner. Yeah. Marvel was not owned yeah, by Marvel a giant. Yeah, was independent. It was still just a comic book company. Yeah. So like that's what's like no like that's why that could happen. It was also like post the '90s crash. Yeah, like yeah and they needed something. And so like they just need like both companies were so desperate. Yeah. So yeah, it's not good. All right, next one. Mm-hmm. Highball. Oh yeah, that's uh from that's uh like things like just him being a pilot. It better fucking be. Well, you know what sucks though is like that doesn't like. You know what? Okay, that that just kind of bothers me about the fact that John Stewart is a skin for Hal Jordan. Is that like they have different personalities, and I feel like they should just be different characters. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like you don't want two Green Lantern slots be taken up by stuff. So how about this, NetherRealm? How about you give that slot, the Hal Jordan slot, to Guy Gardner, and then you make Jon Stewart the Green Lantern character? I'm just saying. You know? Well, then he would have, Guy Gardner would have to be a Yellow Lantern again. Which right, he, exactly. Which he, he isn't right now. He's back to being Green Lantern. Oh, I don't care about what's happening right now. Ah, uh, that's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. Uh, okay, last one. Last combo move. It's called hyperbolic. Hyperbolic? That's what it's called. Again, I think that's a reference like to a pilot like, thing. Pilot thing, yeah. like hyperbolic loops. Maybe? Something. I don't, I don't know. know. Some, yeah. kind of, some kind of crap. 
Brothers in the Air Force. <laughs> and I don't oh, know. wait. Hmm. Anyways, Green Lantern. So, yeah. Green Lantern. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't so, know. I feel like this character... You know what? So, I feel like his character is so straightforward. It's like... You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so he's got this power ring. He could make stuff out of, out of the power ring, and he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't really, you know. Well, this is, we're touching on, like, kind of, like, one of the problems inherent with right. the DC characters is, like, they're pretty, pretty much all of them are straightforward, and pretty much yeah. all of them are, like, just, just straight-up good guys. Like, so there's very little internal drama. So, like, that's why what's great about DC is like the the villains are so much more iconic so yeah. and like much more like big threat of yeah. like the, the external threat versus like the Marvel characters are much more kind of like internal like they got their own problems Spider-Man's just like just responsibility it's that struggle of like I want to do this but I have to do this like I and I must do this and like you got Iron Man's like oh but like uh oh like I, yeah, he's I, gonna I, die because he's gonna got die. a start he's got like and he's also an alcoholic. Yeah. And so it's like those demons and like yeah, things yeah. like that. And so you got that. But whereas I, and also because of that, like the villains are also a bit more three-dimensional-ish mm-hmm. sometimes. It depends on who's writing them and which villains we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Electro always is a dick in, uh, in the <laughs> comics. Um, but then you get characters like, um, but yeah, Green Lantern is like one of the biggest, like, I've heard this. Although I say this is kind of like true for all DC heroes, but like definitely like Hal Jordan in particular is like the most like he's right there with Superman of just like pure wholesome. And so like, how do you make pure wholesome interesting? Is, right. Exactly. Sometimes can be challenging. And like, I've told you like what my take or at least like what, how, how Hal Jordan works is like Hal Jordan works when you just make him like be this cocky kind of guy that kind of gets like really, really like, I can do this. I know I can do this. And sometimes, like, bring him down a little right, bit. Right, right, exactly. Uh, although, I would, I do admit, like, characters like how I think Jon Stewart and, and maybe even Guy Gardner, because they're a bit more, less vanilla, are a little bit more just interesting. And, like, they work a little bit better as, like, single characters. I think Guy Gardner works great. And this is kind of, like, why when they did the Green Lantern uh, animated series that aired opposite... Um, or, or, or aired right before Young Justice. Right, right. The one that they also canceled? Yes, the one they also canceled. And was also pretty good. I've heard really great things about it. I've never seen it. It, it was good. It was very good. But, you know, so they have... So you were talking about... You kind of touched on something that I want to mention, too. Is, like, you... The Green Lantern... Um, like, the other Green Lanterns that are not Hal Jordan work better as single characters. I think they figured that out also, though. Because now the, the Green Lantern's book is those two characters that I mentioned, um, Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz, teamed up, that are also members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another Green Lantern book that's Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. And I've never actually read that one because I just hate Hal Jordan, so I just left it alone. Yeah. But that's kind of like, I think that's like, kind of speaks to what you were saying. It's like Hal Jordan is best when he's like, because he's so vanilla, he's best when he's probably just like some kind of, you know, like a leader type. Yeah. yeah, which is like what he was in the Green Lantern right, show. Exactly. When, when, when Green Lantern got his one show. Well, Green Lantern show, that's a great example also of like it was just, it's, it's just like Batman the Animated Series, only Batman Returns, like for whatever you think about it, it actually was a, a smash hit. And, and so that was part of one of the reasons why they got the green light to make Batman the Animated Series was Batman Returns. Right. And like the popularity of Batman. And Green Lantern, the TV show, was commissioned purely on Green Lantern, the movie, being made. And at the time, like, people don't remember. I remember, like, everyone, like, they were hyping it so hard and pushing that it was going to be the movie. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. It was going to be this big, big movie. And, like, there was actually, at that time, like, in one of the the gossipy Hollywood trades, like, they they were fighting between 20th Century Fox and Warner Bros., who got to keep Ryan Reynolds, like the Deadpool movie, which still they didn't really want to do, but like they said, like we want Ryan back for, for Deadpool. Deadpool movie ended up being great though. Yes. Although that had to go through a lot of effort to get that made. Yeah. And he also had to play Deadpool once in a terrible movie. Yes, he did. 
which I'm glad it got retconned. Anyway, let's talk about the special moves, too. Okay. Battery Blast. Battery Blast? Good. Yeah, the battery source power. That's also yeah. something that that's something that's really great about Hal Jordan, or, or just like Green Lanterns, is like is that their powers are finite. And like, yeah. un, unlike Spawn and other characters, <laughs> like, it actually can really play into the story, is like, is that like, oh, running low, running low, running low, right, low, low. right. I mean, it's kind of like I mean, Spider-Man has that too, with at least in the comic books, with like the you know the yeah the web shooters. Web shooters. Although, the, like that rarely comes up. It, it, like it. It comes up a lot in the TV show, in the yes. '90s TV show. Yes, it did. Uh, which is like that's where that's where my mind goes. Uh, Bold over is another special move. It's like he literally like throws like a like a like a ball like a ball, a giant Green Lantern energy bowling ball at you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh hey, can I mention like one one funny thing? Oh, yeah. like one of the best oh, yeah, like yeah. one of the best like exploitations like um Frank Miller like um this is kind of like during the like modern day Frank Miller who is very polarizing to say the least. <laughs> but um we needed All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder with Jim Lee. <laughs> like the most legendary oh, issue yeah. of the series was like it was kind of like through a drinking day he was having with um, with Jim Lee and Brian Azzarello, Frank Miller was having, and they were talking about like the weakness of Green Lantern and how silly it was. A Green Lantern's weakness is like that he his ring doesn't work on the color yellow. Right. And so they suddenly had this crazy idea of what if just Batman and Robin painted each other yellow and forced Green Lantern to be in this room that was entirely yellow, and just to add insult to injury, they were drinking lemonade. It's just like, it's so hilarious. It's so just like, neener, neener. It's just like, it's <laughs> funny. It, it, like, it's funny, it's ridiculous, and it, it, it was a really good issue. Nice. Two more things we're going to spread. Talk about spread. Um, the Lantern's might. Lantern's Might, again. Again, another reference to... The Oath. The Oath. In this move, he grabs you with your, his ring and then slams you on the ground. Slams you on the ground. Nice. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. Cool. I like using it a lot, actually, um, because it leads into combos very well. It's a very good combo starter. If you meter burn it, it'll bounce you, and then you can like use your, like, your, your back launcher to like, just continue combos, and it's kind of cheap, actually. Yeah. I hate cheap moves. Actually, hey. I'm not, a, I'm not fun, mad at them. One fun thing in my great encyclopedic knowledge of media, why don't I have knowledge of things that matter, don't ask, <laughs> is, uh, is one of my favorite cartoons, 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 that came out, um, is, and I feel is criminally underrated, is Duck Dodgers. Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. The modern Duck Dodgers, like they did a modern Duck Dodgers yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah. I, that I, I really, really I, thought I've never seen hilarious. It. I loved it, and like I, I love Daffy Duck to begin with, yeah, so yeah. that's part of why, probably. <laughs> but like, it, it's kind of like it's not just a Daffy Duck car- cartoon because it's kind of a bit more exclusively like the Duck Dodgers yeah, kind yeah. of character that they go for. And like one episode though was like suddenly like Duck Dodgers became a member of the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, I I well I've seen I've seen clips of that. It's hilarious. It, it's like that Duck Dodgers gets his uniform swapped with Hal Jordan's oh, and becomes a member of the Green Lantern Corps. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, I did I see a clip of that or did they also cross that over in comics? Cuz I know that they were doing like a bunch of like Looney Tunes uh, DC Universe crossovers recently and I really? almost feel like yeah, they did like a Superman, Bug, uh, Bugs Bunny, and they did like an Elmer Fudd Batman where like Elmer Fudd was like hunting Batman. And they did like, I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the, the content was like they would do like one issue that was like Looney Tunes style and then one that was like DC style. And so there's like a Batman, Elmer Fudd one where it's like super dark and like Batman is being hunted by Elmer Fudd, like Craven the Hunter. Basically, Elmer Fudd is Craven the Hunter. Yeah, yeah, he's laughing right now, you guys. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, well, I do know like DC Comics recently like uh, like released like the Flintstones comic. They released um, Scooby Doo comic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the and they were, Hanna they were, Barbera like, stuff. Yeah, the, like all these Hanna Barbera because like you know Warner Brothers owns it. Right. And like uh, Brent, like take advantage of the properties you own, people. Of course, yeah. And like makes perfect complete sense. And just like, but at the same time, it was just like, like I, I heard the Flintstones comic is very very good, and I I, I should check it out. I, I want to check it out. 
but like like Scooby Doo was a bit too like kind of like '90s edge mm-hmm. that they were trying to do to Scooby Doo, and it didn't really work. At least from what I hear. If you can't tell on this podcast, we don't like the '90s. I did not <laughs> say that. I'm just saying like, some of the culture that people seem really high on celebrating right now. I don't think it's a whole. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so last thing uh, from the game is uh, the Green Lantern's character power. Now, the Green Lantern's character power is very straightforward. Mm-hmm. I bet you can guess what he does. Some type of bright green laser. Close. No. Not really close. He charges his power ring. Okay. That's well, pretty much it. Yeah. It's like, uh, so Superman has a similar one where he like, um, he basically charges up and just gives him a buff on like attacks. Okay, yeah. So basically the Green Lanterns one does the same thing too. Um, it's kind of vanilla. You know, I'm sensing like this is a perfect opposite to our Bane episode where like <laughs> I was very critical of Bane and you you were defensive. Yeah. I'm I'm being defensive of of Hal Jordan. Yeah, I really don't like it. And like Well, I love well, I'm guessing from you, it's like it's a bit more specific. You don't like Hal Jordan. Yeah, exactly. But you like Green Lanterns. Yeah. Like Green Lantern is a great idea, yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, I mean, I don't think the original idea was great. I think that like it Ooh, became well, a great idea. Well, I really maybe. don't like that Island Scott. And also, that costume is awful. Ooh. That costume is horrible. I would say Alex Ross made it look good, but he redesigned it. Oh. Yeah. Even still, even the Alex Ross painting, not good. It's not good. I don't like, like, what is with the cape? The cape? What is with the cape and the red? Why is there, you're Green Lantern. Why do you have red and yellows and all types of weird colors in your costume? It was the 30s, dude. There was limited things you could color options. Yeah, yeah. And that made, that argument made more sense if he was just one color, not like all of them. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wasn't I there. I, am, I, I know. James. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why the why Bill Finger was wasn't as successful with that. It, Green Lantern wasn't a big character. Batman he was. was it. That's why Julius Schwartz had a lot of work to do when he came to revamping Green Lantern comparatively to Flash. Or at least Flash concept is simple. Well, you mean like, you think that that's why he revamped it a lot more than he did with Flash? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Jay Garrick and, and, and Barry Allen are the, are basically the same character, right? Like, uh... Well... Well, kind of, I mean, well, well, well... Barry's, I mean, they've got different, like, out. they've got different, like, civilian lives. Yeah, well... Yeah. well also, like once they, like, they they introduced Barry Allen, it was much more of like introduce, introducing cosmic elements that they would mm-hmm. go into more and more as like other writers would would develop more of just like just uh, of that that Barry Allen could meet Jay Garrick. Yeah, yeah. And right. like Jay Garrick was from another world. Right, right. Like a, yeah. a, another Earth, Earth Two. Yeah, yeah, and just like stuff like that. I actually kind of like so, that. So, but yeah. But anyways, yeah. As far as I'm concerned. John Stewart's the Green Lantern, and Ed Boon should have put him as the main Green Lantern in this game. Even if it would fuck up continuity, I'm okay with that. Just kick out Hal Jordan, bring me a Guy Gardner, or Sinestro, you could bring back Sinestro from the first game, and then make John Stewart the Green Lantern. Ouch. <laughs> you really do not like Hal Jordan. Nah. Okay, well, uh, I gotta say, though, um, like we're, we're, we're kind of like reaching that mark for a summary. Uh, I think they got him right. I think yeah. they, like they, 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 I, I kind of don't like how Jordan's succumbing, but like it's an alternate universe. They, they, they did what they wanted to do and they're like, it's not unprecedented for him to like, to, to succumb to the darkness, to fall to temptation, to go to the dark side. Well, you know, I mean like to be fair though, in this game specifically, he's already reformed. And the first game is where he was a dickhead. Yeah. Um, and in this game, he decides to come back and join the, the good characters. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so overall, not not mad at the presence of Green Lantern in this in this game. Well, he's such a fun character, though. Like he's such a visually interesting character. You True. got to. It's one of those characters. He he's right there. He has become 
right there with Wonder Woman of being like, and Batman and Superman of being such an important staple, which is why him not being in Justice League is very weird. Yeah, people. let's talk about that while we have a couple more minutes left. What the hell? I don't get it. Were they just afraid to bring back Green Lantern because of the movie? Yes. I think, yes. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, like, the so, thing is you got to recognize that like that wasn't the character's fault. Yeah, well, you tell that to Hollywood people. Hollywood people right. always take the wrong message from from certain things where it's just like, oh, Mars needs moms didn't work, so we should remove John Carter from Mars. We should remove the from Mars right. part of John Carter's title, and that'll save the movie. Like, people... I don't want to be too mean to Hollywood, but that's kind of like, yes, that's what they learn. They learn lessons like that, people. Like yeah. when, when Batman and Robin failed, they thought, oh, people don't want to watch superhero movies anymore. Okay. Like what? Yeah, it's never, it's never that they did something wrong. It's always that it's the audience's fault. Yeah, pretty much. Or just like, or they find something that they can blame it on. Like, right. It's like, oh, G. Lee didn't go, do good. Oh, people are st- sick of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez together. That's why it didn't work. Yeah. Well, we got our summation. We're at 50 minutes. You heard it here first. James thinks that uh, it's cool. I think that Hal Jordan sucks. <sighs> We're almost at the end of the season, guys. We have two more episodes to go. This next episode is... What's the next episode? Uh, Catwoman. Correct. And then Harley. Yep. We got You guys, we got two more episodes of the season. Thank you so much for listening so far, if you have, um, and in advance for the next two. I just want to stop for a second and say, this is a lot of work. I'm really glad that we're getting through this, and we'll be here next week talking to you about Catwoman. You guys are awesome. Peace.